shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. This is Doug Maurice from the College Football Survivor Show. And if you care about the college football playoff, this is the podcast for you. My co-host Shahan Jeharaja and I have been debating the college football playoff since August. And now we're in the heart of the rankings debate. Every week, we welcome teams into our playoff discussion. We kick teams out of our playoff discussion. And we debate the best teams within context of each other. Where's the committee getting it right and getting it wrong? No one knows the playoff like us. Join us on the College Football Survivor Show. Hey, everybody. It's Sam from Wrestling Overtime. And today is Tuesday, January the 19th, 2020. And this is your news and thoughts for today. I'm going to go ahead and warn you might be a little longer than normal. I've been trying to keep them about 20 minutes, and if I feel like they're going to go over 20 minutes, then cutting them in two parts so that you can listen to them when you want to. However, I'm not sure that I'm going to have time to do a second one with uh, trying to get caught up with everything. So may just kind of blow this one out, make it a little larger, and, and you're just going to have to pause it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Biggie. Uh, jokingly, uh, blames part-time wrestlers from keeping him from facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania on Busted Open Radio, um, on Busted Open Radio's podcast that, uh, I have told you guys many, many times you need to definitely try to listen to, um, he said that they have to go through a part-time list that, you know, it's like Brock Lesnar and, and Goldberg and all them. And as they go through it and ask each one of them, you know, do you want to be a part of WrestleMania? Do you want to fight for the championship and keep it for, you know, a month or two? Then, and only then, if everyone turns them down, then they go to the full-time people, the ones that grind it out like Big E. And it was a, a pretty good segment. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Dave Metzler talked about how WrestleMania 37 is going to be April 10th and 11th. And so far, basically, that's what's known. Um, they do not have any WrestleMania plans in mind at this point on the board. When you look at the WrestleMania grid in the office at Stanford, Connecticut, there's nothing on the grid for either day. However, that does not mean that Vince McMahon does not have it in his head or that he hasn't discussed it with Bruce Pritchard and the upper echelon of people there in the office. It just means that it is not out and about and known. Uh, Vince McMahon has been getting upset at some of the leaks that have been happening and um, 
that some sources have been talking about how chaotic uh Raw and SmackDown has been and even some superstars have mentioned it uh in the podcast Normal Not Normal uh Sasha Banks even mentioned about how sometimes it gets crazy that they get a script that that they study they work on um that two people go back and forth and and kind of know how they're going to play off of each other and know kind of a little bit about what they're going to say and then an hour before the show they're handed something brand new and they work on it a little bit and then right before they go out like 15 minutes before they're told their time's cut in half and they're going to be talking about something completely different and so i think that has been weighing on vince mcmahon and that's one of the reasons why we're not hearing a lot about royal rumble and we're not hearing a lot about wrestlemania yet now on sunday night's main event podcast with jason Powell, uh dr Britt baker talked about her show the waiting room and um she talked about Cody's involvement in it. Of course she had to say that she obviously met with Cody Rhodes and Tony Khan to make sure that they all had the same vision and they were on the same page about what they wanted to do. And of course Cody wanted to be her first guest and it's all about Cody. Dr. Britt Baker talked about how she wanted to use this show to help get, uh, quote, other storylines, unquote, over that weren't getting as much notice or as much fanfare, but that Cody couldn't leave it alone. He needed to get involved. However, once Jade Carhill got involved in the first, um, premiere episode of it that Cody has stepped back some and doesn't really want to be as involved in the waiting room and how thankful she is about it. Dr. Britt Baker plays the perfect deal. I absolutely love that uh, she has changed up from the baby face that she was when AEW first started. Now, Dave Metzler also talked about uh, Riho's situation in AEW. Some of you may have even forgotten about Riho. Uh, Riho was the first women's champion in AEW. And they're kind of in a predicament. And it's almost the same predicament that they're in with Pac. You haven't seen Riho for about nine or ten months because of Japan's travel restrictions. AEW doesn't want to bring her in for a week's worth of taping and then her go back to Japan and have to do two weeks of quarantine and then only stay with her family a week and then have to fly back to Florida. Um, he said with Pac, it's basically the same setup. However, the difference is, is to them and to Pac, they have stories worth it. They have stories that they're wanting to tell, um, 
they are trying to write many promos that can get them through when he is two-week quarantining, but they just don't have that with her. Um, and the American public and even the AEW fans weren't as familiar with Riho as what they were Pac since Pac was coming from WWE and had a base following. So she has decided right now not to relocate at this time. She lives in Japan, and so right now AEW has just decided to kind of let her be over in Japan until – COVID-19 gets a little bit more under control. Now, for those of you who have been wondering about Naomi, Naomi has been absent from WWE TV for a while. She had to go undergo emergency surgery in September that I'm sure a lot of you um, know about and do remember. She was having severe anemic fatigue and anemic problems. They found a fibroid in her uh, abdomen and had to do emergency surgery. So she has been recovering from that. But she did post on Instagram that she's getting ready for her comeback and that she also got a new grill for her teeth. And you guys can check out that picture on Instagram. I'm kind of hoping that she's one of the surprises for the Royal Rumble. Now, on oral sessions with Renee Paquette, she has been making the news a lot. If you have not checked out Renee Paquette's podcast, you definitely need to. For the simple fact that she's such a great interviewer. She gets so much out of the people that she interviews. Uh, this week, she interviewed Tony Khan, and she got clarification from him. And, and she's told him that. She said, I want to make sure that I get clarification on this particular issue. He told her the third hour of AEW content will be on Warner Media. It has not been decided that it will be on TNT, but it will be on a Warner Media channel. It will not be a third hour of Dynamite. He does not want to do three straight hours of Dynamite. He said it will not even be on Wednesday night. AEW, it, or excuse me, yeah, AEW Dark will continue to be on YouTube. So this is not AEW Dark. And he was very clear about it. Then she asked about pay-per-views, and he said AEW is not adding any more pay-per-views. They feel like having four major pay-per-views that fans have to choose whether or not they want to spend $50 out of their pocket 
is more than enough. He said he does not want to do one every month. He, however, believes in doing special shows. But they need to be on free TV for everyone to see. So, Double or Nothing, All Out, Revolution, and Full Gear will be staying the W or the AEW pay-per-views. But he said like New Year's Eve Smash. He said those were two weeks of special shows that we gave our fans for free. And we want to continue to do that. And then he promoted Beach Break is coming in February on regular TNT TV. They're not going to have to pay for it. Then she asked him about being featured and how he had been doing the commercials on um, Impact on Access TV. And he said that he had no desire to be featured on AEW TV unless there's something very important that he wants to announce or that he wants to be a part of, like the Mr. Brody Lee tribute. He said he felt like he needed to be a part of that. He said, however, with him being the owner of AEW, he didn't think anyone else should be promoting and doing the commercials on Access TV, on Impact Wrestling. So, he said, as of right now, there will not be a general manager figure that is going to be on, like, weekly TV for AEW. They don't feel at this time that they even need that. And he said he has no desire to be that. Now, what I thought was amusing was after this interview, Renee Paquette said... Open offer. Vince McMahon would love to have you on where I can ask you questions. So Vince McMahon, I think you definitely need to step up just like Tony Khan did and answer the questions that we all want to hear. Now, WWE booked their Superstar Spectacular to air uh, on January 26th. And they hope that Drew McIntyre will be able to appear by then after having COVID-19. Um, they are penciling him in um, to show up there, but they're, it's, it's going to be based on doctor clearance. AEW, I thought this was very amusing and interesting. There's been a long fight. Over this trademark, WWE gave this up a couple years ago, this actual trademark fight, and it looks like AEW has now picked it up. AEW filed for the trademark for Too Sweet. It was registered on January 11th, according to Heal by Nature, and it will go before um, the Trademark Commission to see if they can get the trademark for the two suite that the Bullet Club 
has used for years in New Japan and recently in the United States. Nikki Cross has come out. She isn't very happy with her current spot in WWE. I don't blame her. Um, And she flat out said that she has no momentum behind her going into the Royal Rumble. And I don't hear anyone even mentioning her for being the winner of the Royal Rumble. Number one... I think that they made a bad mistake changing her character from the psychotic, crazy person that she was in NXT. Um, I enjoyed that character. I thought that she played it really well. It fit into her wrestling style of being unpredictable. However, when they put her with Alexa Bliss... It kind of made sense. And I grew to like them somewhat together. But with Alexa Bliss's injuries and just everything that was going on, it kind of stalled. And then she almost became, for, I don't know, two or three months... The only challenger to Bailey's SmackDown Championship. And it seemed like somehow, some way, she was getting beat every time, or Sasha was interfering, or, or Bailey was doing something, and just making her look completely stupid. Then, of course, Alexa got involved with. The Braun and Fiend story this summer. And other than a couple times appearing on TV to try to talk Alexa out of it, you know, Nikki Cross was not even seen. Especially after they had Bailey turn on Sasha, there was no room for her. There are only so many segments for Vince McMahon TV for the women. And if Alexa is doing her number and then you've got Bailey and Sasha, there's no room for Nikki Cross. And unfortunately, she is learning that the hard way. And I do feel sorry for her. She's very talented. Um, She moved over here and... It seems like she is in a stall position, and I hope that someone backstage, a writer or an agent or somebody, can see what everyone else sees in her and can bring her back a little bit. Um, Charlie Caruso announced that she is going to be taking on uh, more duties. She's going to be co-hosting a new podcast for ESPN, and it's going to be with two other women, and it's going to be called First Take, Her Take, and it is going to be around sports, uh, different sports stories, but it's also going to have some entertainment and pop culture where it coincides with sports. And so I'm looking forward to to at least trying that out and seeing how Charlie Caruso does with that. Um, 
WWE, if you don't know this, they script their promos pretty carefully. And they script their TV programs fairly carefully. They uh, even go so far as writing down exactly what they want certain characters to say at certain times and how they want the other characters to respond to them. This week on Raw, um, Nia Jax ended up uh, botching her lines a little bit. Not really botching her lines, but I guess how she was supposed to say them. Her acting didn't really make a line come across the way it was intended. She was supposed to be sarcastic. But that's not how it came across. Shayna Baszler said a line and Nia Jack's line was supposed to come across sarcastic that she did not agree with her. However, because she did not say it in a sarcastic tone, she kind of said it in a regular tone, it came across as, yes, she agrees exactly with what Shayna said. And so Vince McMahon was extremely upset, yelling in uh, Byron Saxton's ear, and that's the reason why you heard Byron Saxton try to make it clear that Nia Jax may not have meant exactly what she said. He sounded stupid doing it. Well, a lot of times, guys, that's what the announcers are there for. They're getting commands in their ear to clear up messes that are sometimes made by, you know, um, the uh, wrestlers either backstage or in the ring or, or whatever. That happened uh, numerous times with Hulk Hogan uh, as far as him not getting his lines right and then them having to uh, clear that up later with the announcers. Um, also, uh, Vince McMahon hasn't uh, really been sharing his ideas for uh, the main WrestleMania matches, and that's the reason why you've been seeing some of the different changes going on for Royal Rumble. They're not 100% sure who they want winning the Royal Rumble as of right now and how that is going to lead up to WrestleMania, which champion they're going to choose, if there's going to be a championship change before WrestleMania, and things like that. Mercedes Martinez. Um, she came out and told PW Insider that Retribution, the faction, just, quote, wasn't for me, unquote. She said that when you hit a pinnacle of your career, as I did, hitting 20 years, you want to make the most of your career. You want to make it part of a legacy, unquote. 
And so she went to WWE and said, I don't think that I want to be part of Retribution. Seems like, I mean, she appeared, I think, twice, maybe once. Seems like she figured it out early on Retribution was a joke and needed to get out before it ruined her career. And did. Now, they kept her off TV for a little while as, I think, probably punishment. But we have seen her back on NXT here recently, and she is now having a storyline with NXT and seems to be back on track. And WWE is somewhat... uh Figuring out how to present Retribution, the stable, not really, but kind of. I don't like the whole Xavier Woods thing, but that's neither here nor there. One of the other things, and this is what I want to end with, is on Renee Paquette's podcast, she did say at the very end, she kind of threw it in there casually, which shocked me, but... She said that John Moxley, her husband, the AEW former champion, um, is sitting down and writing a book. She has been trying to get him to write a book, she said, forever. She said as long as she's known him, she, she hears him tell stories and says, you should write a book. If you've ever heard him on a podcast which I know many of us, when he left WWE, uh, tuned in to the Wade Keller podcast, tuned in to Chris Jericho's podcast. How he tells stories is unbelievable. Um, he's very detailed. He's very funny. And she said he is actually using her laptop. So she's getting pieces of the book when he's done with each new section because he uses her email to send it to himself, his his email, so then it automatically gets sent to her. And he said, read it, tell me what you think, I want you to know what's going on, and she said he has an amazing memory for stories and that it is an unbelievable book already and he's not even close to being finished. Tony Khan, during this podcast, said John Moxley has also sent him sections of the book and he said some of the stories he's told, he said, I've never heard of. He said, I never even heard mention of. He said, and I know a lot about wrestling and have kept up with wrestling. And he said, I am so excited to read it. Well, guys, I'll tell you what. I am so excited to read it. I cannot wait. I hope he does an audiobook because I want to hear him tell them. Um, but I also cannot wait to read this i think i think it's going to be unreal but anyway that's the news for tuesday um i'm not doing any more news updates for this tuesday uh your next 
episode is also going to be about Impact Wrestling tonight. It is the follow-up to their hard-to-kill pay-per-view. We're going to find out how they carry on with some of the things that happened during Hard to Kill. Uh, And then tomorrow, of course, we'll have news and thoughts and I don't know whether we'll have one or two of those. I try to keep Wednesday's news to one uh, episode since we have MLW, uh, AEW, and NXT. So uh, you've got those four episodes to look for tomorrow. So if you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, you guys know you can always write me at wrestlingovertime at gmail.com. Or hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Wrestling Overtime. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. I will see you down the road. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more. <gasps> Ooh. Bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.